Welcome to IMEC Regional 2021 Podcasts. The show is dedicated to present research results of Polish scientists as authors or co-authors of papers presented during the Regional Conference of European Marketing Academy. The regional conferences are aimed to attract researchers interested in marketing issues, in changing and growing markets, and regarding a regional perspective. The project has been supported by the Polish National Agency for Academic Exchange under the program Welcome to Poland. My guest is Dr. Michał Ściborelski, author of paper accepted at EMAC Regional 2021 conference. Hello. Hi, hi. Hello. <laughs> okay, you uh, you are involved academically and practically, uh, as far as I know, in gamification of marketing research. Where did this idea come from? And what do you stand by gamification of research, of course? Of course. Okay, so uh, the idea came from my life because I, I I've been involved in games since I remember. I I've been playing many many games uh, in my life, both uh, video games and board games. And as a market researcher, because uh, I work at the University of Warsaw at the Faculty of Management, when I teach um, marketing research uh, and also the use of gamification in marketing research. And I I do marketing research. Uh, so I, I used to work for Kantar for many years, and now I work um, at um, Minds and Roses, which is uh, a Polish uh, market research agency. And we design games to use in uh, marketing research. And as a market researcher, I, I see two main challenges when it comes to uh, conducting mostly qualitative uh, market research. First of all, uh, as in marketing, uh, the biggest challenge nowadays is to uh, get the customer's attention and to retain it. Building range is not an uh, issue anymore because it's so easy to get the, to build range, uh, but uh, gaining attention, retaining attention is, is the biggest challenge. So uh, gamification helps us to uh, um, get people more involved, more engaged uh, in the marketing research, both in quantitative and qualitative marketing research. Mm, Gamification creates something that is called a dopamine loop. So uh, when we do uh, an action, there is a reward. So in gamified tasks, uh, we get rewards and our brain says, we want more, I want more. So we have this re- release of um, dopamine and uh, and uh, people uh, are uh, more engaged in the in the process when they get reward and when we use uh, gamified uh, elements uh, so this is one uh, one thing uh, we need to provide uh, more appealing more fun tasks for our customers to get their attention. In regular uh, marketing research, uh, to be honest, marketing research is not something very exciting. Uh, People are confronted with a quite new situation. They they meet with strangers. They are supposed to talk about toothpaste or uh, a yogurt or other not very exciting, involving uh, products, uh, services, and so on. So we want them to be more engaged. And this is the first issue. Another issue is that uh, 
in marketing research, it's very hard to get um, to uh, very deep motivations and needs and, and, and also to get deeper into touch points, uh, especially when we research uh, uh, customer journeys, for example. We want uh, deeply explore different touch points and uh, retrace all the uh, decision uh, process elements and emotions uh, that accompany uh, different uh, moments in, in the customer journey. So we want to get deeper. Regular discussion, regular uh, market research uh, is very superficial. We uh, rarely go beyond the surface. And gamification uh, creates a setup for uh, projection. So we use gamified tasks as a, a deep uh, projective techniques that allows us to go far beyond the obvious uh, and superficial uh, responses. Uh, could you give an example of uh, gamification of the task in uh, marketing research? Because, you know, uh, we talk about gamification, but I, I, I don't understand uh, how we can gamify research and task in research. Mm -hmm. There are different ways to do so. And mm -hmm. uh, Ania Gorączka and Michał Protasiuk, which are very famous uh, researchers uh, in the field of gamification, they created uh, this... Uh, Uh, three-step approach to gamification. So they distinguish three types of gamification uh, uh, in marketing research. First is uh, just servitainment. So uh, it's just adding some appealing elements to, uh, to, to a service. So for example, some graphics, some uh, nice uh, uh, icons, and uh, uh, it's mainly visual. And uh, it's not defined as uh, pure gamification. It's just adding some nice elements. Then there is soft gamification and hard gamification. Soft gamification is just using some game elements in the in the survey. So, for example, giving people feedback uh, or adding narration and adding context uh, uh, or uh, adding elements of competition. Whereas hard gamification is uh, conducting uh, research uh, based on a heavy, heavy game. So uh, it's turning the entire process into a game. And this is what I do. I design games that can be used during, for example, focus groups. So uh, when we At Cantars, uh, at Cantar, we created uh, a game that that is called uh, Our City, and Our City is dedicated to um, uh, retrace the customer journey uh, and to explore uh, all the touch points that were uh, valid for customer uh, decision process. So, what this game uh, does. Uh, We have a board game and people are playing a game and uh, uh, they have pawns, they have dice, they have different tasks and they are supposed to uh, move uh, uh, through uh, a board uh, and uh, recreate the, their decision process in different places while uh, uh, making a narration and uh, uh, telling stories from the uh, process. And they are also gaining some points, they are spending points, and they, they have a, a very uh, concrete goal. They need to gain more points than the others, and they gain points for telling a story. So uh, this is an example of uh, such game. And uh, 
we did uh, a qualitative research, uh, validation research, as well as quantitative research showing that this game just works. First of all, it makes the uh, entire process more appealing and people were very, very engaged and they admitted they uh, could recall much more information than in real, uh, in uh, uh, let's say regular marketing research setup. Another uh, proof uh, of the effectiveness of this technique was that uh, quantitative research I mentioned. So I assumed that uh, preparing a board depicting a map of a city could create a context that was similar to the moment of memorization uh, of the different elements. So uh, as we know from the psychological research, when people are confronted with the similar setup when they recall some uh, elements, uh, it's much easier to do it when the setup is similar to the memorization process. So uh, when people were confronted with a map and they were asked to uh, recommend different places to eat out somewhere in the city, they came up with more elements, with more propositions when they were asked uh, asked for it uh, in a regular situation. So using a map and uh, creating a virtual walk through the city uh, makes it more uh, effective than the regular question. Okay, uh, it sounds uh, uh, really interesting. So thank you uh, for for this uh, example. Um, you have mentioned that uh, you did uh, qualitative as well quantitative um, research. Are the mechanisms of uh, gamification different depending on whether the research is conducted online or offline? So that the context uh, uh, online um, and offline um, make some differences here or because uh, you, you have mentioned uh, the examples um, in uh, offline uh, context. Yes. Uh, so the board games. Mm -hmm. The answer to this question is quite complex because it depends <laughs> uh, on whether uh, uh, we are talking about uh, qualitative research or quantitative research. So what I do, I mainly focus on qualitative research. And uh, uh, when we design games, we do it mainly for uh, offline research. So these are board games that we use during focus groups. And until 2020, offline focus groups was something normal. But pandemic situation uh, flipped it uh, upside down. So we desperately needed to find solutions to use in qualitative research. And we didn't, we were, we didn't think about, we didn't focus on games uh, back then. We were desperately needed to provide the basic needs of a researcher. So we needed tools uh, to find tools for running uh, regular, for example, product categorization during marketing research. So games and gamification wasn't the focus uh, during the first stages of COVID uh, back then. And we were using different platforms like Miro, Mural, uh, uh, or even uh, uh, Google Jamboard just to provide this uh, virtual table, for example. And now I think this is the time to come up with some ideas to use uh, board games in virtual reality context. So we plan to use it uh, to use, for example, tabletop simulator or other uh, different uh, software that is dedicated to playing board games online. But this is the song of the future. So most of the solutions uh, that we use 
is offline. Whereas in case of uh, quantitative research, quantitative research has been done uh, online for a very long time and most of the quantitative research is done uh, on the online right now. So uh, there are different platforms that are gamified and it's uh, much easier to uh, run gamified uh, tasks uh, when it comes to uh, quantitative research but the mechanism are this mechanisms of games uh, the gamification are th uh, the same uh, when you talk about online versus offline we use the same mechanism so we use some elements of competition narration uh, challenge and and uh, feedback so the mechanisms are the same the tools are uh, a bit different Okay, can we go back to your uh, research because uh, you have prepared a paper and uh, could you please elaborate uh, about uh, the main goal of your research and research methods uh, you uh, used uh, in your study and maybe uh, what interesting did you find uh, in this research? Mm -hmm. So uh, for me, the biggest challenge uh, was uh, how to uh, operationalize uh, the effectiveness of the use of games uh, in, in marketing research, the game elements. Because it's it's quite hard to uh, um, create an indicator of uh, consumers' uh, engagement. So I decided to go for uh, the quantity of uh, um, the uh, response. Uh, so uh, what I track, I track the number of words uh, provided by uh, customers when reacting to some uh, regular marketing research tasks. For example the evaluation of a commercial. So uh, just look at the commercial and write down what do you think about it. The first impressions, the main message, the story, uh, the emotions, and so on. So what, what I do, I just count uh, the number of words uh, uh, people uh, give um, as an answer. So what I do, I do research in different fields of marketing research. I research brand, I research uh, advertising, uh, I research uh, customer experience. So for example, one of my research that was uh, um, done before uh, the EMAC conference, I, uh, um, I showed uh, a commercial and I asked in control group, I asked, uh, uh, what do you think uh, about this commercial? And in uh, the gamified experimental group, the instruction was different. So I used a narration and I created a context, a much deeper context for creating the, this answer. So people, uh, the instruction was, imagine you work for an advertising, ad advertisement agency and you are working on a new campaign. Your biggest rival working for a competitor's brand has just created a new ad. Somehow you managed to watch it before the official premiere. You need to react as soon as possible to design a relevant commercial in a, as a response and not to fall behind. You want to share your thoughts with the creative team and your management. Watch the commercial and write down uh, what do you think about it. So I created a story and people were answering the, the same question but in a different narrative context. And uh, yeah, in this group uh, I achieved uh, significant, uh, sig significantly more words as a response. And what is surprising in offline, because I did it, uh, this research uh, both in offline and online conditions. In offline condition, uh, I uh, got a significant difference and I can 
recall the numbers, the average of 38 words was in control group and uh, in experimental group uh, we had 10 more, uh, so 48. Whereas in online condition, in experimental group, we had almost 100 words. So in case of online research, uh, it's much more uh, uh, effective than in uh, case of offline uh, research. And the same is valid for my different research. For example, when I researched uh, the response uh, for a, uh, to a product concept, there was no uh, difference in offline condition, whereas in online condition, I got the significant difference. Probably people are more uh, open to share their thoughts in online which is more natural right now uh, in marketing research than in offline questionnaires. So people are much, much more used to uh, uh, doing research online right now. Okay, uh, can you suggest uh, an managerial implication of your research? So for whom might your research findings be useful? Obviously for probably marketing research agencies, but uh, uh, do you think that uh, it could be also useful for, for uh, companies? Companies, they use uh, marketing research uh, results. So when they order a marketing research, uh, it's, uh, well, they, they can ask for gamified task and they can, uh, they, sure. they, uh, <laughs> so of course. So, <laughs> this is, this is a regular tour of market uh, research agencies. Mm -hmm. I can, I can see uh, the use of games in internal research. Many, many, many uh, companies, they do some uh, research internally. Uh, they, they use their own resources. They have research teams. So all the researchers, doesn't matter if they work for a research agency or uh, for uh, the client, they, they, they can use the gamified uh, tasks. Absolutely. But uh, what do you think? Uh, are uh, uh, these attitudes towards games and gamification uh, age-dependent? So um, have you observed that are some differences between uh, younger or uh, older people in accepting of uh, this gamification also in, in research? Mm -hmm. And uh, again, the answer is a complex one. So when we, we observe that, that there are no differences uh, when it comes to age, occupation and uh, other demographical uh, variables uh, when it comes to engagement in games. So gamification is a bit different than just uh, uh, games. And uh, there are people who are not playing many games uh, in their lives. And uh, it's not like... Uh, we invite them to a game of tennis and we say, hey, I'm Roger Federer, let's play tennis. No, we create games that are uh, available for everybody and they are created to uh, increase the level of fun and enjoyment uh, from research. So people, even if they don't play, they are confronted with a reality that is just uh, appealing, that is fun. So we can see that even Older consumers, like uh, 50 plus, 60 plus, they enjoy playing our games during the, uh, uh, the research. And uh, there are many, many data showing that people uh, over 
55 years old, they play games. And uh, there is a research from 2019 showing that uh, over half, uh, more than half of such uh, respondents, they play something. They play computer games, they play games on their uh, smartphones, uh, they play Scrabble, they play different games. People play all the time. So there are no differences uh, when it comes to uh, engagement during um, the uh, qualitative research. But uh, what I found out, uh, this is from my recent research, it, it's not published yet, that uh, I did it on a, a customer uh, panel, a standard marketing uh, panel uh, of, uh, of respondents. And I did a comparison between 18-24 age group versus 25-40. And uh, gamifying the task, uh, like the narration uh, I mentioned before, was more successful in the younger group. So this was the, the group that was responsible for, uh, for the differences, not the, the older one. But still, this is the first uh, result I, I got. This, this is the first time it's not replicated. So I, I, I would be very careful with uh, drawing uh, conclusions here. Okay, so we, we will wait for, uh, for your article. And uh, what do you think um, you would get uh, similar results uh, in the context of another country? Because uh, uh, the research was conducted uh, during Polish citizens, uh, I suppose. So uh, could these results uh, be more universal? People play. <laughs> people play everywhere. I mean, I'm uh, regularly attending uh, a board game fair in Essen uh, in Germany, and uh, there are uh, like two hundred thousand people from all over the world playing games. Uh, different people, different ages and different countries, and everybody is having the same uh, fun. Jane McGonigal, uh, the, the designer of games, uh, she, in her uh, book, uh, which is called Reality is Broken, and the subtitle is very involving, Why Games Make Us Better and How They Can Change the World, uh, she mentioned Herodotus, uh, and Herodotus, in the uh, uh, his book uh, about history, uh, he mentioned uh, uh, this kingdom of Lydia, 3,000 years ago, they were uh, suffering extreme hunger. So what they did, they invented games and they were playing games every second day uh, just to somehow forget about this hunger. And they survived 20 years uh, when playing games. They invented uh, uh, different games, uh, board games, dice games, card games, and, and so on. So this shows that gaming is is, is very universal thing. So I think that, uh, yeah, it's, it's totally worldwide uh, uh, thing. Uh, so the gaming is uh, the part of our lives. Uh... Nevertheless, we uh, we we are uh, in Poland or in Germany or in Japan. So, thank you uh, once again uh, for your inspiring talk. And I felt uh, encouraged to use gamification in my uh, in my research as well. So, thank you. We, we we must remember that gamification is not just games. It's it's the use of game elements, and these are uh, universal. We are not playing very complex uh, games. It's there are many myths regarding gamification, that gamification is something for kids or just for gamers. No, it's not. I mean, games elements are uh, embedded in our nature. I mean, the, the need for uh, uh, narration and creating context and, and, and have, having feedback and this dopamine uh, loop, it's, 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 it's 
it's in us. So, yeah. Thank you once again. Thank you very much. You are listening to EMAC Regional 2021 podcasts. My guest was Dr. Michał Ściborylski, author of paper accepted at EMAC Regional 2021 conference under the title Gamified Tasks as a tool to enhance the results of the creative development marketing research in offline and online environment.